Mike, he's on the show again. Mike, he's back to tell stories of times gone by. Scores or mugs and jugs, it doesn't matter, Mike was there. And who cares, he had a great time. Woo! The only, the only guest with two songs. He, that means he's twice as fun, twice as exciting. You wish you were New York Mike back on the program to settle the scores and put a nail in the mugs and jugs coffin the one and only, your favorite bartender, the only guy you would trust to save your life in Florida if you're drowning in a pool, the great New York Mike. Mike, how's it going? Good, good, good. How are you, Peter? I'm doing great, man. I'm doing great. I, uh, I'm so blessed having a second song. <laughs> two songs. You know what? Two songs might be better than one. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, I, I, that'll definitely go on a... Uh, now that's what I call podcast intro music. 67. Compilation. Yeah, exactly. I think they're up to like 70 now. Oh, they must be. 70, maybe 100. I'll be honest. Maybe 100. I don't know about that. We're not that old. <laughs> now that's what I call music. What was number one? Number one had to be like shaggy. I, I like to move it, move it. <laughs> Yes, exactly. You know what I remember? The Rock and Jock. Remember the Rock and Jock uh, tapes? Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's on fire. <laughs> Boom shakalaka. Yeah. Uh, Dickie V. Jump, jump to Vans. Pump it up while your feet are stomping. Yeah. Well, I am super lucky to have Mike, uh, have you, Mike, to have you back on the program. Uh, we're going to finally put a nail in the coffin of the Mugs and Jugs discussion and... Uh, we're just coming back with the greatest hits of your greatest experience working there. Now, for those just tuning in, Mugs and Jugs was a um, bar. It was like a family Hooters bar in South Cape Coral that changed his name to Scores. And Mike, you worked there. Uh, Mike, how, how would you better describe uh, Mugs and Jugs slash Scores? I don't know. I think it was just like, kind of similar to what you said like we were trying to be we were trying to ride the coattails of like a hooters-esque mm -hmm. type of place but we were like a giant space of a yeah. bar like it was two stories but like it was only usable space like it was just ridiculously large yeah and and um carpeted so floors carpeted, carpeted floors yeah, tile floor on the bar side. Okay. Like two steps up, we had booths, remember? Uh -huh. Along the, the wall that we shared with Rackham's Billiards. That's right, that's right. And then, then from there, then we went upstairs, and then on the other side where the Bamboo Club slash Lunar Lounge or whatever you want to call it now. Right. Dixie's, I think it yeah, is. So, yeah, Dixie's Roadhouse. It was just a random Florida <laughs> bar that – you know, attracted all sorts the, of people. The, the, the hugest thing that we had was that we had like three projector TVs to watch. Like the, we had like the Southwest Florida Chiefs club, like the <laughs> Kansas city chiefs. No like way. Their home, their home quarters on Sunday afternoons was at scores. Yeah. That was like, like their home club. bar. 
Wow. Yeah, the fan club of Southwest Florida, the Kansas City Chiefs, which would be killer tomorrow. Oh, my God. Yeah, there are definitely some fights happening. Uh, yeah, we're recording this on Saturday, but it'll be released on Tuesday. And, uh, uh, yeah, my gosh, that's going to be a heck of a place. Um, so here with his greatest hits is Mike. And, you know, I think, I, I think a lot of the time Florida gets caught in between this idea of being uh, such a conservative, wholesome, um, faith-based place uh, and like the just generic randomness and wild inhibitions that everybody just kind of um, uh, lets fly in the wind. And I felt like the mugs and jugs was like, or excuse me, scores when you worked there was kind of the the death, the center of that universe, because like you're saying, it was like kind of like a family thing, kind of like a Hooters thing. I had mentioned that uh, there were like drug busts and like gambling busts that happened in that bar. So I'm, I'm so glad that you came back to uh, give like the greatest hits stories from your time working there at, uh, as a bartender. Yeah. During the day, it was one thing during the night. It was a totally different other thing. Um, really? Yeah. Like, and you were there mostly in the night because during the day you were working at the pool. Right? Yeah, I had a regular nine to five, Monday through Friday. And then <laughs> I would work there. I wasn't allowed to work Friday nights because, like, for some reason, Friday nights was girl bartenders only. Okay. You know? And then, like, I was able to work Saturday night and Sunday afternoons. But Friday nights, would you go in there to, to drink or you Friday night? Friday nights was my, my go to, like, pregame slash, let me see what's. You know, because there's not much to do at the time, at that time. Right. You know, Pine Island Road wasn't built up. They didn't have, like, the billiards out there. They didn't have Stevie Tomatoes number three. Yeah, exactly. Up on Pine Island Road. So, like, I would go down there, <clears throat> warm up, and see what's going on. And then kind of <laughs> check out what's going on. You know, see what's, what's happening for the night, I guess. Well, what's, so, one story, what's one story that sticks out in your mind uh, from that time? So the first story, I guess, would be one of those Friday nights where I wasn't allowed to work, but like I would just randomly show up to the bar because those are the people that I know. I first moved down, like I said, I moved down there at 21 years old. I didn't really have many friends and the friends that I did have were not of age. You guys were all 19, 20 year old kids. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I'm, I'm sitting there at 22 years old. So I would go to the bar. Um, the bar was owned by um a family friend of mine like from new york it was like a girl that i'm i've known since fifth grade her uncle moved down there and they owned scores and they also used to own the the little uh what was it the the little fry shop on the pier at the yacht club remember before it became that big bar Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, um, it was just like a little shack where you can just get hot dogs and hamburgers. Hot dogs, hamburgers, french fries. Um, I think they did some fish, but it, it was also like kind of like a small bar for anybody like about to go out on a boat or something like that. And they, right. I think they sold gasoline to boats. Yep, yep. gas to the boats. Ah. Exactly. Yeah. That, was, that was their thing. That, oh, but wow. It was, a, it was a high school. It was actually an elementary school friend's family that like also moved down there. Like randomly, we we connected. I was like, "Yeah, I'm moving to Cape Coral." She's like, "My family lives in Cape Coral." I was like, "My family lives in Cape Coral." I was like, "Wow, that's weird." Is that how you ended up getting the job? That's how I ended up. That's how I ended up at Mugs and Jugs slash Gordon's. Wow! Oh my gosh, amazing! I was like, so, "Yeah, yeah." So you were so, like, "Hey, hook it up." Uh, I want like because when you, I I feel like if you start working at a bar, there are a few few places that you can 
start working at where you'll immediately get a um, like a tight knit group of people that will become your friends, restaurants, bars, not really like, I don't know. Did you make a lot of pool friends or like people around the pool area or not really? I made like a couple of good <clears throat> friends. Yeah. I'm not going to say I didn't make friends at the pool, but like a lot, I had, we had a lot of turnover yeah. at the pool because when you're a lifeguard, you're picking up 16, 17, 18 year old kids and they go away to college. They're gone. Right, right, right. So you're, you're, the, the turnover is just way different than when at the bar where it's like you see the same 30, 50, 75 people. Right. Oh, I see. I see. You know, and it's like, well, if I jump from this bar to that bar or the other bar, like it's, it's the same trough that everyone's feeding off of. Right. But, but and it was all, and it was all going down at the bar. Yeah. Everybody <clears throat> loses their inhibitions at the bar and you're hanging, <laughs> and having fun at the bar. And, um, and that's kind of like where this leads into that first story was it was a Friday night. I had just worked, you know, 40 hour a week. Uh-huh. And I was like, all right, let me see what's, what's going on. Let me go pregame. Yeah. And I walked into scores slash mugs and jugs and right. it was, you know, ladies only behind the bar. And okay. it was, it was my friend's cousin who was like the head bartender. Yeah. And then we had a manager that was on, on staff and then just a regular bartender it was a rotating bartender who happened to be one of the one of my good friends the owner's the owner's daughter-in-law i guess okay yeah. oh right 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 so so basically um i walk in there's three girls working at the bar i walk in and they all just start laughing at me <laughs> but they knew you they knew you right 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 they knew who i was they all start laughing and were you wearing like a goofy shirt or something? Or you're like, what, what the, you know? No, I, I, I walked in and scores had two doors. It had the back door because the big parking lot in the back by like where the bingo hall was. Right, right. And then you had Southwest 47th Terrace, which was right. like the main drag. Right, exactly, exactly. So the main entrance was on the street side, but the parking lot was in the back. So we had two entrances. So I walked into the back and passed the lobster machine. And then I'm like, hey, girls. <laughs> And they all start laughing at me, all of them in unison, what? like like cackles, like yeah. like hyenas. <laughs> exactly, like just that. like that, just like that. <laughs> okay, so like, yeah, well, I, I'd be like, what the hell's going on here? I just got, I just showed up. Yeah, that's exactly what I was like. Did I have something on my face? Like yeah, there, like spinach in my teeth? I don't know. So basically, one like I get a round of drinks. We're talking, hanging out, and it was like, "Yo, the bar manager who happened to be like this thirty-six-year-old woman, she's like the next guy that walks in here. I'm taking home. We're gonna, I'm gonna fuck his brains out." <laughs> she was. T- she told that to the to the, the other two girls, <laughs> and oh then I walked god. in. She was. Oh my god! Cause she, cause she, was she just. What, what was your Apparently relationship? She was going over, over like a breakup. Oh, I, don't, I don't really know the de- the details. Actually, I do know the details. She was like <laughs> in a recent breakup, uh-huh. and her boyfriend at the time happened to be like a sh- Lee County sheriff. No. Yeah. <laughs> okay, great. So she was breaking up with. She had broken up with the sheriff. They were on a break. They actually didn't oh. break up. She's now currently married to this guy. No way. Okay, yeah. so wait, so they were on a break, and she's just, she's just like, she just says like, all right, next guy that walks in, I'm definitely gonna uh, take him I'm home. Take him home. What? But then, 
but you know, people say that I've heard people say that and not go through with it. So then how did, so then you, you didn't get this information until much later. What did they say? Were you like, Hey, what are you laughing at me for? And they were just like, Oh, nothing. Basically I did say like, Hey, why are you guys still laughing at me? And she's like, no, you know, um, what's her name said we're going she was going to bang the next guy that you know take home the next guy that walked into this door and it's you and i was like oh cool i'm down and you were like yeah exactly and you were like oh straight face just like yeah i'm down let's go yeah and you because you were like oh man i i just came here to pregame like you said uh to warm up <laughs> warm up on my friday leave. night and you're like oh well you know uh it's all all the work's done for me i just right. i just lucked it it's like it's like winning $100 on a scratcher. You're just yeah, like, oh, I stepped well, in great. shit. And I was like, great, let's do this. <laughs> you stepped in you shit, know? and it turns out that shit had like a, uh, some pussy on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's exactly what it was. <laughs> so that's funny. So then, so what's your attitude? You're just like at the bar, just like, all right, well, I guess I better just wait it out, not get too drunk or what? What happened? So basically, like, I walked in like at nine o'clock on a Friday, that Friday night actually ended up being kind of slow. So like they, they, we ended up closing at like probably like one in the morning. And you guys could just close whenever you wanted. Exactly. And if the, (laughs) if the manager is wanting to close, she'll close whenever she wants. And she, and she was the one that wanted to get the D. (laughs) Right. Okay, great. So I was like, so like, I kind of was like, all right, whatever. I went next door to Rackham's and I was playing a couple of rounds of like pool. And then I walked back over there. Because literally they're next door to each other. Smart. I walked, I walked back over at like 1130. I'm like, hey, so are we still doing this? Like, do you really <laughs> want to go through with it? Yeah. And she's like, yeah. I was like, all right, let's go. <laughs> so instead of her bringing me home, I brought her back to my place. Okay. Okay, cool. And, and then things like just progressed. Be- be- before we get to that, did you, what time did you walk in the door? Because you said you were like ready to pregame. But like, what? When did you walk into? Uh, I don't know, between eight thirty and nine o'clock at night. Yeah. So then you're so just it was, like, it was a, but it was a slow night. Slow night. Yeah. I would so feel. Helped. It was like what? Go ahead. So I feel like they were just kind of just bullshitting. Like, oh, next guy that walks in, I'm gonna, you know. Right. I'm gonna ravage. I'm like, all right, cool. But then it's like, oh shit, that's Mike, uh, uh, our uh, resident pool boy. I love it. I'm in. <laughs> I would have felt if I would have been there that early, and then. Uh, and then this would have been proposed to me. I would have not known what to do with myself for that amount of time. I would have been like, Oh God, I'm by myself. Like I need to call some friends to get here. So I don't look like a loser. Uh, I, I would, I like, I would have definitely gone next door, but that would have probably been there too long. And then there'd have been, you know, shoot a lost interest or something like that. What was your mindset? Were you just like locked in? At the time? Yeah. I think I was definitely locked in. Yeah. Um, me moving from New York to Florida, I kind of created this this persona that I became. Like, yeah, I that guy was an asshole. I hated him. <laughs> like, looking back at it, I'm like, I don't know how I had friends living in Florida because really? I created a totally different person than who I truly am. Right? Is that where? So, uh, who's, that's where wait, Gus Gus comes. Who's Gus Gus? I was just gonna say, who's who's Gus Gus? Gus Gus is my drunken alter ego. <laughs> I love it. So, when does Gus Gus come out? Gus Gus comes out after about like four beers and like three shots of Patron. Yes. So like I have to be pretty well wasted. Yeah. But he'll come out and then he's a great time. Don't sure. get me wrong. He's still also a pretty cool, fun guy, but not 
not what I wanted to be as Mike. So I went over to the Rackham's at that time and I had a couple of drinks and then I think I met up with a couple of other bar flies that are, you know, they just live in that area. Yeah. So it's like I had regulars that would come visit me on Saturdays and Sunday afternoons that would go at Rackham's at night. So then I'd play some pool. And then I came back and I'm like, hey, are we still doing this? And she's like, yeah, we're still doing this. I'm like, all right, cool. You want to come back to my house? Great. At the time, she had two kids with her first husband. Oof. Yeah, so you're and, not going back and, to her. And, but she also was a New Yorker, which was cool. She was from, Queen, um, from Brooklyn. Brooklyn, okay, cool. So like, I was like, hey, we have like that New York connection. I was like, I love pizza in your neighborhood. She's like, yeah, <laughs> L&B's Pomoni Gardens all the way. I'm like, yeah, 100%. I'll take a square slice any day of the week. That's all you now, need. And that, was, and that was our foreplay, you know? <laughs> so then she hops in your car. You head back to your place. No, uh, no, which... we hopped in separate cars. Separate cars. Okay. Smart. I, I, I drove my car to my, to my house, and then mm-hmm. she drove her car because she had to go back home to her kids at some point. <laughs> right. Exactly. Right. right. I, I don't have kids. I have my own house. You don't have kids. You have a futon. You got I have a futon, and I got a keg in the fridge. <laughs> Exactly, <laughs> and oh, maybe man. and maybe like uh, like a Ziploc bag worth of weed. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing priorities, right? Priorities, but yeah, you treated you treated all those things as if uh, they were your children. Uh, <laughs> so Gus Gus could come out. She comes back, and then are you guys like? W- then what happens? Is there like an awkward fumbling? Are you guys talking about pizza all the time? Or that you're like, no, no, we didn't start. Well, like we, she comes over to the house. I open up. I had like, again, I had a keg. So I was like, you want a beer? So I poured her a beer. Yeah. <laughs> nice. So now we're drinking out of red solo cups. Cause I didn't have any actual glassware and we're nice. hanging out, drinking beers. And then I'm just like, listen, you know, I was like, if you don't want to do this, we don't have to do this, but like we can, I really want to do this. Like, yeah. I, I'm 21 years old. I, I think she was my second or third, like, older woman, you know, older, my Florida older, fantasy. Was she, like, 32? She 32. was 36. 36? Okay, that is older. That right. is older. With two, with two kids, one kid being, like, uh, I think seven or eight years old. So I was like, all right. Let's. That is older for a 22, 23-year-old. Yeah, for sure. 22, wow. three-year-old. That's a gap. Yeah. That's a gap. And, and you, you, no fear, just no fear. And so then, so then you guys hook up props to that. And then what, then what, what happened afterwards? What was like the, uh, so so we, we hook, we start the hookup in my living room. Nice. And she happened to have like, like knee high leather boots on. Whoa. So like those came off rather quickly in the night and they stayed in the (laughs) living room. Okay. And then a small disclosure, I, I had my other, my, my cousin, Nicole, uh-huh. she was living with me in the house at that time. <laughs> so what started in the living room ended up in my bedroom. Yeah. Cause but, Nicole's like, what would you bring home a chaperone? Like what? Right. 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 So, so, so the next morning it's like, bring your boss home night. <laughs> right. It was bring, bring your boss home to see what your bedroom looks like. <laughs> And um, so the next morning, my cousin, she wakes up early, like seven o'clock in the morning early. And like, it's two in the morning when we start getting back to my house and start, you know, hanging out, doing our thing. So apparently she she actually stayed the night, the first night, even though we took two cars. Oh, wow. And um, 
my cousin wakes up and sees these random boots <laughs> in like the living room and she's like what's going on and like saturday day is cleaning day at my house when nicole was living there right so like it was cleaning day at seven o'clock in the morning for her she would not wake me up till about like eight thirty, nine o'clock and be like hey let's start cleaning right but there was boots just a random set she called she called them hooker boots i'm like they're not hooker boots they're just knee high boots like just yeah they're just boots that have a zipper on the side yeah exactly she just you know she wanted to cover up her calves for whatever reason yeah no no shame there so then so then how many times uh did you guys end up hooking up how, like what ended up uh, coming of this um, so basically on and off for like maybe like another two months that's how long she was on a break with the sheriff yeah but like she didn't she didn't want a relationship with me and i also wasn't in the right mind space yeah yeah yeah. or the you know i i, I was just a nice dude like i yeah. still am a nice dude so i was like well, if we shared this experience, I'm not going to just like just ghost you like how people do nowadays. Yeah. I mean, if, I, if you're, if I'm, if you're going to do, this is what I think. If I'm down to do it once, I'll definitely do it twice. You know? Yeah. Well, we ended up doing it like maybe for like th- four or five, six weeks later. <laughs> oh man. And that's how long the break was with the sheriff guy. Did you ever right. end up running into him? Cause you said they got married. They ended up getting married. Well, they got, apparently I think they are married now, but like, oh, wow. um, yeah, I ran into him a couple of times. And one time his his buddy, who, whose wife also worked at my bar, but I did not have sex with. Okay. One of the pulled, few. Pulled, pulled me over and I actually had to spend like seven days in jail because I had a suspended license. No way. Oh, so wait, the, the sheriff whose now wife you fucked for a month <laughs> pulled you over. And he had to have known. He had to have known. You, you have. The- there was no reason for the pullover. I was. Lit- it was literally oh. like eight thirty in the morning. I was driving to work. I was going down Hancock to go over the free bridge to get to Dunbar to go to work at the pool. Right. It was, and I was doing the speed limit, and we were going through. You know where the golf course is over there after the Publix. Uh huh. Uh huh. Before you get into North Fort Myers, Pondello. Uh, Pondello. I guess yeah, 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 yeah. There, there are three bridges. There's two of them you have to pay for. One of them is the free bridge. The but... free bridge. I was going the free bridge off of Hancock. Right, right, right. And I was going through. I was out of Cape Coral. I was in North Fort Myers, and I'm driving through, and I can remember because the song. Remember that song? Um, the moment I wake up, before I put on my makeup, I say a little prayer for you. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. I know. Yeah, yeah. That song was on the radio. That was playing. Yeah. And then I saw the sheriff in like my rear view mirror. And then I'm in the right lane going 35 miles an hour. He's in the left lane going 30 miles an hour. And all of a sudden I just get pulled over. No. Like right at like a, like on the corner of 41 and Hancock by like the Rib City. Yeah. I love Rib City. What, what a, another great name, Rib City. What a prick. He just pulls you over. He had right. to have known. He that, had to have known. I don't know. I guess because I guess maybe sheriffs or cops know that like if you have a suspended license, even though the, the car is registered on somebody, like they, they, they have like a weird scanning device. Oh, I see. I see. So I think that's what happened. And he saw that this car was registered to a person that has a suspended license. So let's pull him over. Oh. At 8.30 in the morning when he's going to work. So I was like, hey, what's up, bro? He's like, 
don't call me bro i'm officer blah 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 i was like yeah i know who you are like your wife is is I my fucked your wife no 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 it was the buddy <laughs> all right i know who you are i fucked your wife pal all right get in the back <laughs> right long story short was that it wasn't that specific guy but it was another buddy of ours no Uh, a buddy of his that pulled me over whose wife happened to work at scores that i did not have sex with right okay you're right 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 you're right right. so i was like hey you're blah blah blah's what husband right it's like yeah i was like yeah i'm her bar manager at scores and she's like he's like oh yeah why didn't you tell me earlier i just ran your fucking license i'm not gonna arrest you and take you to jail today but you gotta get a ride to work and you're gonna have have a court date oh and that court date, like later on down the road, ended up having to be seven days in jail. Damn. Damn. Okay. Damn. Unlucky. Unlucky. Oh, yeah. man. So don't have sex with people whose exes are sheriffs. That's, that's car- the moral that's, of that story. That's karma, man. That's karma. But, I mean, in the end, was it worth it? Was the yeah, sex 100%. worth it? Yeah, 100%. Didn't even flinch. I love it. I mean, I, I would say so, too, if I was in your position. All right, so let's go into another one of the greatest hits here. Um, what, what's, uh, what's, uh, what's your next story here? Well, I was dabbling in um, illicit drugs, to say the least. Who hasn't, who doesn't, who, you know, at the very least, like people, I know people that work in offices that microdose throughout the day, and also people that are, you know, tripping, you know, on three-day weekends and whatever but like dude we're talking about florida here you know we're just trying to do anything to get yeah, through I'm, the I'm 22 years old it's 2004 hell yeah it's, it's florida like we're just you, trying to have a good time instagram wasn't a thing right um i couldn't get tweeted i couldn't get like you know <laughs> videoed doing stupid shit like i'm so blessed that half the shit that i did in my life has not been captured via an iphone True. iphones only happened like in 2006 for us and there's florida. a there's a a future president of the United States right now that's like doing a TikTok dance and starting an OnlyFans, you know? So thank God. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> that's what we're going to uh, see in the future, but whatever. So yeah. So, you know, Florida kids, we get into, we get into trouble, whatever. So you're dabbling in what, what are you, what, what are you doing at the time? So I, I would only really just drink and do some, uh, I'd smoke weed and then like on on weekends, I would dabble in the you know the the white powder, the snow, cocaine. <laughs> right, right. But I had a line cook at at scores. Is who, that what you called your drug dealer? The line? Cook? No, 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 no. He was actually the line. He was he wasn't the head guy. chef. He wasn't the head chef. He was the line. He was an actual line cook. But he was like a schizophrenic. He had he had some issues. So hey, this he, is my. Hey, this is my Coke dealer. We call him the line cook, if you know what yeah. I mean. But okay, so he's an actual line cook and he's schizophrenic? Yeah, he had um, a prescription for Zanny bars. Like that was oh, his thing. Wow. So as a, like, I guess a way to make money, he would try to sell the Zanny bars to my waitstaff at scores. So this is now two years removed from the, the first story. I am now working as a bar manager at, at, at scores yeah i've moved up on the ladder wow and good for you and so i i catch wind that this line cook is trying to push his annie bars and they're like all right cool never done it i was like yeah let me grab two and you're the manager and you're like yeah let's do it <laughs> yeah it's exactly hey, whatever fuck it yeah so 
The, the first time I did it, um, we as a conglomerate at Scores, we had a, like an after party at our, at our buddy's house who also worked at Scores. He was the owner's kid. So we, we would, he was living at the time over at, uh, on the southwest side of Cape before it was blown up, like by Chiquita and Cape Coral Parkway. Okay, right. Like that area is huge now. Right, yeah, 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 yeah. It's like already very developed. But at the time, it was literally just like a Publix, a liquor store, and maybe one, one like wing nuts. Wing nuts. <laughs> that, was, that was like the chicken wing place, but it wasn't like a bar. It was just from what it I remember. It was strictly wings. It was just big enough to walk in, you pick up your wings, have a nice day. Yep. I remember, I remember going there uh, at, oh, Jesus, it must have been seven in the morning. I was working for the um, news affiliate there, and we were doing the morning show. I was a, a segment producer for, um, uh, for the morning show, and I would always be on location. And we, had, we went there, and every, like, they, were, they would always make food for us, and they made us 100 chicken wings. I think we were getting ready for the Super Bowl or something like that. And the <laughs> the host bill who's on camera was like hey is this so is this he's just like struggling to f- create any conversation with these guys because these guys are just like staring at chicken wings all day doing nothing and nobody you know they're not really having any conversation it's not like a bar or something like that and he goes uh are these healthy are these chicken wings healthy he goes the guy looks up from the chicken wings and he goes ha, 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 all right <laughs> that was that- it that, that's that was a Florida it. story right there. That was his whole personality. It was just like, um, yeah, I'm, do you want these I mean, chicken wings or not? Do you want teriyaki? Do you want barbecue? you want hot, medium, mild? I think the, the number one flavor, I think, of uh, our buddy Sonny was like Gold Rush. It was like oh. a honey mustard. It's like a honey mustard spicy hot barbecue or something. When wings are your life, man, you get creative. But in Florida, when having a good time is your life, you get creative. There was too. more wings per capita in in that area than I can rem- I could name off. Like I could just go wing nuts, Hooters, <laughs> hog bodies, oh, hog bodies, <laughs> and every one of them had like an all you can eat wing night, and there was yeah. a rotating schedule. Like I could literally live off of wings for twelve dollars <laughs> a night. For twelve dollars, all I can eat wings Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Man, that sounds amazing. I love the sound of that. So anyhow, you're describing how sort of just like vast and vacant uh, this certain area of Cape Coral was. Or- right. So, so basically we, we back to the Xanax story, right? <laughs> we went back to our buddy's house off, yeah. off of Chiquita and, and Cape Coral Parkway. At the time it was vacant. Like he had like a house. There was no direct next door neighbor to him. Okay. Right. So there was just, there was just plots of land. Because it was in an area that was starting to be developed. Right. It was getting developed, but there was still a lot of land to be bought and there was empty lots. And long story short was we were hanging out. We were, we were uh, drinking. And then the Zanny guy, my line cook showed the up. The line cook. And, he, yeah. and he's like, hey, I got these Zannies. So I was like, all right, cool. Let me get one. He's like, if you break them in half, just take half because you, you, you fuck up the, the time release. Oh, okay. Right. So, if you if you broke them in half, the time release would be off. Right. Oh, so like and then you, it would be like so rolling you, the dice. Right. So if you took just the half, then you'd only get half the dose. But if you took both of them and broke it, then you'd get the full dose in half the amount of time. Whoa. Okay. Wow. Tips. 
So yeah, the first time I did it, I, I said, you know, fuck it. Let's break it in half and put both of them in my mouth. And at this point, you don't like you don't know when the time release is happening. So you're just like, all right. Well, there, there was no time release. You're like, I'll see you tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. And I was already pretty, pretty drunk. So hell yeah. I think there was probably about eight of us at the house just <laughs> hanging out. Yeah. And um, I took the Xanax and I blacked out me personally. Like <laughs> I internally blacked out, but my body was in motion doing things. <laughs> You're like a marionette that was um, uh, yes. just kind of just kind of uh, whisked around by a you know a, a phantom a phantom person and you know no the spirit the spirit was alive within me but the brain was shut off. Did Gus Gus come out? Was that or no? Was, it was a hundred percent Gus Gus. <laughs> Gus Gus happened to take the Xanax. The Gus first Gus took over. So so you you're blacked out, but then and you I, you're obviously not living through any of this. So then I'm not living through any of it. So basically, or conscious of it. That that was a Saturday night. Yeah. Sunday afternoon, we all had to go back to work because it was <laughs> football Sunday. Right, right, right. So right, right. we're open at eleven thirty to get the you know the Kansas City Chief fans. Their their Chiefs game. Right, right. Yeah, like you're saying. So twelve <clears throat> o'clock rolls around. I'm at the bar, hungover, just yeah. fucking filling ice buckets, getting ready to set up. My servers start walking in the back, and the one girl, the little one, four foot nine inches of her, comes in. She's got like a fucking black eye, and oh, like a mouse, okay. just like a little mouse, right here on her cheek. A mouse, mouse. Like, so like it was like a little like so it was a big it, it was no it was it was it was black and blue and it was puffy like Ooh. it closed her eye up like this so she looked kind of like like if you can see me now yeah yeah like yeah, yeah but it was just so I call it a mouse that's what we call it in New York I don't know what you guys call it uh, but I, I don't know a fucked up face it was it was it was it was, <laughs> it, was swol- it was puffed up and swollen and black and blue and she's what she's how tall is she like five four ten she's she's four nine four ten oh. tops. Oh no! So and one hundred and ten pounds, maybe I don't know. So she walks in with a black eye, and then okay. and then I I, I innocently just yeah like, yo yo what happened? Like I yeah. saw you last night. What happened? And she just starts bust out laughing like, <laughs> again. <laughs> what the hell? She's like, what do you mean? What happened? I was like, what happened? Like you you have a black eye? Like are you I'm just okay? as curious as you. Yeah, like are what, you okay? She's like, like so she looks at me and she's like. You you don't you don't remember. Oh no. Oh my god, Mike, what happened? I was like, remember? What do you mean remember? Yeah. She's like, you um were running around naked in the, the lots around his house. <laughs> yeah. I was like, Yeah, that sounds about right. I'm running around naked. And he had like a piece of two by four, like just a piece of wood just hanging around in his garage. Yeah. And he was going to hit you with it to like stop you from running around his neighborhood <laughs> naked. And, and I said, I apparently said to her, like, yo, I have the hardest ass in the world. So like <laughs> I bent over and I said, give me a good wallop. <laughs> and she took the two by four and hit me in the ass while I was bent over. And she swung so hard that the ricochet of it hitting my ass came back and hit her in the face. Oh my God, what? (laughs) 
And that gave, oh my God, and that hit her right in the eye. It hit her right in the eye. So she took like a three and a half foot, you know, like a baseball bat sized piece of two by four. Yeah. Hit me in the ass with it. It bounced off my ass, hit her in the face. <laughs> it ricocheted and, the, the, and hit her in the face and gave herself a black eye. She gave herself a black eye off my ass. Off your, your bare naked ass? Bare naked ass, like <laughs> all over the place. Oh just, my God. And she was laughing about it the next day. Yeah. Cause I felt like maybe her boyfriend hit her. Like, I don't know. It's yeah. Who I, knows? I just, man. I had no idea. What I you know. Oh, I ran into a doorknob. No, you, I hit you with a two by four and it hit me back in the face with off your ass. Of the, of all the likely reasons in Florida, in Southwest Florida, why a, a small woman would have a black eye hitting herself with a two by four off of your hard ass is literally the last one I would have guessed. Yeah. <laughs> domestic violence would be number one. Yeah. It'd probably be domestic violence. Uh, something about uh, uh, drinking and then falling down, <clears throat> uh, getting in like a girl fight, um, punching a cop something like something or petting up petting a mounted cop's horse and then the horse <laughs> kicking you in the face exactly those are that's all another story things. whatsoever at ebor city that i had oh all right before we get out of here there's uh one more of the greatest hits uh what's uh all right so one more of the last? greatest hits so again <laughs> i didn't learn my lesson the first time i did xanax no of course not who can learn their lesson just one time? We're all, we're, you know, we're, even, if, even if you didn't grow up in Florida, you're around Floridians and we're all essentially illiterate. <laughs> so there's not a single lesson being learned the first time. Right. The first time was not enough. So I, no. I ended up purchasing another one of these Zanny bars from that guy. Uh-huh. And it was actually a night that, you know, it was like, I think it was a Saturday night. Dude, if you're going to do it once, you're going to do it twice. Just like with uh, Sheriff's wife, you're going to. Yeah, exactly. Month and a half later. So now this is a, so now, now we're talking Saturday night and we're talking you're at work. Yeah. So I pick up a Zanny bar from him Mm -hmm. and from the um, line cook. Yeah. From the line cook. Okay. So um, for the longest time, like I have regulars at the bar, you know, just random, random bar flies. Right. And I had this. It was like a, a couple. It wasn't actually a couple, like a man and a woman. It was just like these, uh, two girls that would come to the bar every Friday and Saturday night. Oh, okay. And like, that was their thing. Like they'd start at my bar then they'd go to Rackham's and they'd go to back streets and they'd come back to Rackham's or my bar or yeah, maybe they'd go to the bamboo club. But like they would just bounce around the different bars on Friday and Saturday night, just trying to find a good time to hang out. Yeah, they're probably two, uh, you know, elementary school teachers or, or something, you know? Yeah, they could have been elementary school teachers. Maybe they were, you know, um, yeah, I think they were elementary school teachers. Dominatrix says, who knows? Yeah. <laughs> and long, long story short was that these two girls would come in and it would be early in the night. So it would yeah. be like 8.30, 9 o'clock at night. And this girl found, like, had a crush on me. And like, she couldn't tell me. So like her friend one day, she's like, she ran to the bathroom. And then her friend's like, you know that, you know, this girl has a crush on you, right? Oh my like, God. That is so, that is so Florida. So like high schoolish. And I'm like, listen, we're 20 something years old. We're at a <laughs> bar and I'm serving you guys drinks. And obviously, <laughs> yeah. 
I have get crushes on a lot of people. Like it's fine. I'm not saying I'm a really good looking person and I'm just oh, saying no, that. you're a looker, Mike. You're what are you talking about, dude? You're a bartender with flair and at this point, you know, you're right. Oh yeah, I could blow fire. I used to flare. Exactly. At this point, but like, you know, you're like flashy and stuff. At this point, you're a bartender with flair at night. And in the morning, you're saving kids at, at the pool. You're like the pool manager. So, you know, don't tell me, don't tell me you don't have, you're not bringing something because you're, you're the man. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> so then, so that you're serving these two girls, these two women. And right. these, these two women, and they happen to be somewhat in my age range. Like, I think they okay. maybe have been like one or two years older than me at the time. Okay. Cool. But like, she, this girl was like Amazonian. Yeah. She was like six foot one inches. Whoa. 190 pounds. Like she was, she, her body and her everything matched. Like it wasn't like she was an overweight person or she was <laughs> right. underweight, but she was six foot one and she was a buck 80. Hell yeah. And at the time, I think I was five foot eight. And like, <laughs> oh yeah 195 sure <laughs> right, right 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 okay but she's like you know my f so we're hanging out she goes to the bathroom she's like yeah Yo, you know my friend likes you right like she wants to like hang out with you and i was like that's cool like yeah that's fine whatever cool cool yeah <laughs> Like, Great. I would love. I would love to hang out with. I, yeah. I, I'd love to hang out with you guys too, but like you guys pay me to make you drinks, so let's just keep it at this. Sure, sure, sure. Okay. So like two weeks go by, and then she finally has the balls to be like, "Yo, I think you were so sexy." The slow game. Oh wow! Yeah. She, and she comes up. To she you. said yeah, sexy. Yeah. I was like, "Hell yeah!" I've never been called like sexy. I was like, "She's like, yeah, but like your personality, like you're just a really sexy dude." Hell yeah! So like subconsciously i put that in like the memory bank yeah didn't do anything for face value like with her sure she's like, listen. so she's like listen um I'm didn't want to seem too eager right right she's like listen i think this was this was on a saturday she's like listen and it was like about 8 30 9 o'clock at night she's like listen i'm gonna have people over around like 11 11 30 at my house i live off of uh you know yacht club what was the street over there by the yacht club uh the first uh, two streets it was like riviera it's something like that riverside flamingo no, no you lived off of riverside i'm talking about literally like if you went to the yacht club but there was two streets before the yacht club on the right yes 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 and they were it was all uh waterfront property essentially. yes it was um, waterfront property basically she lived over there right okay so wow. listen, I'm having a party. Um, these people are going to be coming over, and I'm like, "All right, cool. Let's uh, maybe, maybe I'll come. I don't know. Like, <laughs> I don't know. So cool. I don't. I Keep usually cool, did, I usually didn't hang out with people that I would serve. Right. Okay. Okay. Like, That's like a good rule to have. Right. That was that was my rule. I didn't yeah, hang yeah. out with people that I served, and like, if you were my a customer i would not be your friend like i'd be your 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 bartender and we would talk but i would not hang out with you outside of work that's to me to me that's integrity well xanax throws that right out the window <laughs> so you so you're like ah oh, yeah i might show up and meanwhile you're like all right i'm definitely going uh no so i know in my head i said no i'm not going really okay so i actually that night i closed up the bar it was pretty early it was probably like 1 30 Okay. Which is like the cutoff anyway. Right. So I, I actually drove home, closed the bar, drove home, got ready to go 
to uh to bed. Yeah. And I was like, oh wait, I forgot I picked up the Xanax. <laughs> so I broke it. <laughs> I only took half this time because I knew from the first time with the ass in the two by four, like I'll yeah. black out and I'll be alive. You don't so want I any t- blackouts, you don't want any black eyes, you don't want to get in any yeah, any sort of trouble. Yeah. So so I only break it in half <clears throat> and I only take half. And I left the other half on my on my little entertainment area where I put my TV. Right. Okay. Nice. Good place to my futon. <laughs> and so I only took half. And then I remember going to bed. Okay. I woke up the next morning. Wait, time out, time out. You, you took the Xanax. Uh, and I laid in bed. In your bed? Yeah. I, I took the Xanax and I Because you were already home. And I chugged a Miller Lite bottle. I remember that. Great. All right. Cool. So I drank a Miller Lite bottle. I was like, okay, I'm going to bed. I laid in my bed. Calm evening for Mike. Right. The next morning I woke up. I was in the bed, but I was totally not dressed. I was naked. And I was like, I didn't go to bed naked. <laughs> in, you woke up in your bed? I woke up in my bed. Okay. And you were but naked. Like, it, was, it was probably like 1030 in the morning the next <clears throat> day. Okay. So apparently after I took that Xanax and drank that beer, I blacked out again. Right. And I ended up driving from my house to this party where the no girl- way. Yes. Oh man. So I drove from my house to like <laughs> your house. Pitch, picture right. me driving from my house to your house, not knowing what I'm doing. What are we saying? Six miles? Seven miles? I, I don't know. Four and a half. Four. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> it was a. Good, it was a good. It was a good. Twelve minute drive. Yeah. So then at you're 40 there. Miles an hour. So, so I'm yeah, at a party. You know, so now yeah. I'm at this party that she told me about. This <laughs> what a great thing to say. I'm at this party that she told me about. Because yeah, and you I'm know, like, why am I here? And then like the people that I talked to the next day at the bar was yeah. like, Yeah, you just randomly showed up at that party and we were all there. And I'm like, these are my normal customers that I don't don't normally hang out with. And you were in and I just time. showed up. And then yeah. I, f- I wanted to, f- they wanted to fight me because I was trying to talk to the girl and take her away from her own party. Oh, because in my head, she thought I was sexy. And I was like, I'm sexy. She wants to hang- have sex with me. Yeah. So, that, I mean, that makes sense. So, <laughs> but, <laughs> but you're also in your pajamas. <laughs> I, 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 I don't know what I was wearing. I have no <laughs> idea what I was wearing. For all accounts, you could have been completely naked. Yeah. I have no idea what was going on. And they tried to fight you? They were like, no. Well, because they're like, why are you trying to take her away from her own party? And <laughs> the story that I got was that, like, two people, like, one of her being her friends and another a guy that she was, like, the guy that was, like, macking on her that night, you know? Oh, right, 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 right. Return of the Mac. <laughs> Did it. <laughs> he was like, yo, you can't just be swooping up in here taking my girl. And I'm like, watch <laughs> your me. girl. What? Watch me. <laughs> watch me, pal. So I'm here to I, work. So apparently I was able to coax her out of her own party at her house on your side of Cape Coral. Right, right, right. <gasps> she followed me home in her minivan. Whoa. Very cool. Back to my house. <laughs> nice. Man, and I then, mean, yeah. Let me tell you, though, I mean, you guys missed a really good opportunity to have sex in that minivan. Yeah, I think I did. 
You did have sex with the minivan? Wait, so then she dre- hold on, sorry, sorry. I, uh, so then um, this is another case of another woman taking her own car, following you back to your place. Yeah, I'm a control freak. I need to be in control. Like, I can't not drive. So, like, I'm right. not getting in a car with you, and you're not getting in my car because I'm not driving you home later. <laughs> hey, yeah. And hey, this is all one, in the one, midst one, of a once I, once, once I nut, I'm out. <laughs> Good night. Good night. <laughs> Let alone, you know, you don't know what the hell's going on. You don't know what you're doing here. Uh, so, okay, you, you say, hey, why don't you come back to my place? There's a lot of people here in your house follow me you get back to your place and was she there the next morning no she was gone oh wow she was a responsible human i guess i don't know <laughs> Responsible, but, except you know so i woke up the next morning like in a different position and fully nude in my bed with no recollection of any of this no like it was, i just i just knew that it was weird that i woke up naked in bed yeah i was just like whoa i didn't go to bed this way so I show back up to work the next day. Oh no! And, and the barflies that were at the party the night before was like, "Yo, you wanted to fight our buddy Carlos. <laughs> Why did I want to fight Carlos?" He's like, "Yo, Carlos was trying to bang, you know, get with, you know, what's her name?" And I was like, "Okay, so what does that have to do with me?" <laughs> yeah, I I was in bed, officer. Like, right. look at, you know, <laughs> he's like, "You showed up at the party, like you were." whacked out of your mind like you were just on on a mission i was like i was on a mission for what he's like you were looking for her and that's all you wanted was just to just her i was like yeah i don't remember dude and i bet and like just picture yourself i bet you had like like i mean if you black out the way that i have you've got like these like crazy eyes like i've got these like anytime i black out i've got these like crazy eyes and my face is like flush and i'm just kind of it's like kind of like i'm on a like a a pirate ship and i and i'm like de- slurring my speech but definitely focused on one goal like whatever that goal is like i need a beer and that's the only like get out of my way or like yes. i'm going to jump yeah. off of that bridge just don't stop me you know similar similar <laughs> I punched holes in walls at my house because somebody said I wouldn't do it. <laughs> what do you mean I'm not going to punch a hole in my wall? Yeah, I'm going to punch a hole in my wall. Anyway, oh my God. yes, yeah. it's similar. Yes, once, once, once an objective or an objective gets into my head, Blackout Mike or Gus Gus will do whatever it takes to finish the objective. Oh, man. And then so then did you ever hear from this girl again? What, when yes. So like not the next day, but like, the next week because i only worked on the weekends so like right. the next friday night she shows up she's like she's looked at me and she really <laughs> kind of looked at each other and i was like right. i already know what they told me on sunday what i did on saturday right and it's now almost it's a week the later. next yeah it's almost a week later it's the next friday and she comes into the bar she's like wow that was the most passionate thing i've ever <laughs> experienced in my life that was the most passionate sex I've ever had. <laughs> and this and comes I, from and what? Go ahead. I had no idea what I did. <laughs> like I don't even know. <laughs> and first off, this comes from. Was she Portuguese? Did you say? No, I don't think she's Portuguese. She was. She was, oh, just, okay. she was just a girl that lived in just Cape Coral. Tall, six one. You know. Uh, yeah, like, she was an Amazonian-looking woman. Like okay, she, that's what she, I thought. Well, I pictured Portuguese when you say Amazon. Because Amazon, no, but she was, she was, she was 
proportionate. Right, but right, picture right. somebody being six foot one as a as a female. And you're like, and she said that was the most passionate sex. Yeah, I've she's ever had like in my you, life. you, and I was like, oh, okay. She's like you. <laughs> You took me once in the bed, and then you asked me to join you in the shower, and then the third time, again in the bed, which makes <laughs> sense because like I was naked when I woke up the next day. <laughs> Dude, and then you're sitting there like, uh, you got to think. Like, I, I, you're welcome. I don't know what to. Exactly. I don't know how to respond. I don't know how to respond. Exactly. You got to think on your feet because how are you going to play this? Either, yeah, I do this all the time, I'm cool guy, or you're like, well, at least one of us enjoyed it or remembered it. <laughs> uh, walk me through exactly what we did, uh, what where did I was, again? where were my hands, uh, what, <laughs> what were the- Can you, can you explain moves? to me what passion is? Because I don't know anything <laughs> about it. This is the first time it was described to me. My God, and then- Oh, I bet she never she never stopped going to that bar, did she? She no, she she I I think what no what happened was after she like and I talked about it after I was like okay it was like a one time thing yeah let's bring it back to being professional like I'm a bartender you're my server sure but then like two days later her like baby her baby daddy showed Uh, up uh, which explains the minivan yeah right so she already had two kids with some other dude. And then this dude was looking to fight. You? Yeah. He was it Carlos? No, it wasn't Carlos, but Carlos was his co-conspirator. Oh, God. So basically, oh. I don't remember this guy. He doesn't know who I am, but he's like, yo, you banged blah, blah, blah. I was like, no, I never, I never had sex with anybody named that name. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, you did. And I heard that you, you had sex with her without a condom on. She's got AIDS. Your dick's going to fall off. You're gonna die get the fuck he's so full of shit Shut and up. i was like oh wow really cool i think you're talking about somebody else but it's not me yeah great thanks pal. he's like no it's you i know i'm like all right cool oh. and he like he was looking to fight i don't know yeah. how, to, how else exp- to explain it but like he was he maybe he was upset because his baby mama was banging some other dude or wow. that she just went to my house and we had the most passionate sex she's ever had. Probably. She's probably and, like, Mike, Mike gave me the best, you know, the most passionate love I've ever had in my life. What have you ever done other than trying to get me to have sex with your friend, Carlos? Right. <laughs> so, so he like walks out of my bar defeated because I wouldn't engage. I right. wouldn't engage with him. I was like, I don't know who you're talking about. I never had sex with anybody. That is so smart because you know, yeah, guys in Florida are, you know, most guys are like trying to be super aggro and posturing and they're either trying to have sex or they're trying to get in a fight and like anything else is like a terrible evening for them. So that right. was, that was very smart. Uh, you're definitely not blacked out of that moment. <laughs> no, but he's, he walks away. And then like five minutes later, he shows back up with Carlos. Whoa. Oh, so that's how I knew that he was the co-conspirator. Right. 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 He walks in with Carlos and Carlos like, yeah, it was him. He was at the party. He <laughs> took her home. Like, Carlos, like you're my regular. Like I, I give you like you buy one, I give you two free. Yeah, come on, Carlos. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you, bro? Yeah. All right, cool. cool. Yeah, whatever. So he he ratted me out, and then oh. like he just he went back at me, and I was just like, you have to prove that I had sex with her. I never had sex with whoever you're saying that I had sex with. Like yeah. she's a really cool chick. Like I know her and oh. her friend 
you know, I was like, I know Amber and I know, you know, Tracy, but like both Amber and Tracy are not the people that I had sex with. Right. Yeah, so like, exactly. I don't know what the fuck, you know, because I don't even know what's going on. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you know because I don't know what I know because I like, wasn't I prob- there. I would I would have probably like passed like a Mori Povich lie detector test because you were there, I, but you I, were I was there. blacked. I was blacked out. Yeah, exactly. I was there, but I wasn't. <laughs> oh man! Dude. So those are my three. Those are my three score stories. I love it. Mugs and jugs. Mugs and jugs scores. The the I don't know what it is today or what that place is called today, but uh, I'm sure that the memories and the uh, the ghosts of stories past from uh, from mike uh, still live on in that in that lobster tank mm. <laughs> and Those the upstairs lobster. arcade smoking slash smoking section yeah f- for the dark players <laughs> the dark players yeah exactly what the hell uh absolutely insane uh i love it mike thank you so much for uh diving back in to the lobster tank that is your history at score slash mugs and jugs and uh man i really i really appreciate it this is uh man i i am I'm, I'm happy to hear these stories uh but also uh at the same time uh growing up where i did not surprised whatsoever <laughs> yeah i didn't i didn't think it was that surprising but like living in florida for the 6 years that was for par like that's par for the course that means that just all, all that all that these stories uh, explain is that you were actually there. Yeah, I was. <laughs> and I, I lived it. Hell yeah. And then I went back to New York and I live like this mundane life now. I'm like, where's that Florida edge? Yeah, I don't know, man. You're going to chase that dragon for the rest of my life. I got to tell you what, man. I'm, ch- <laughs> I'm chasing it myself. I'm chasing it myself. I don't know what, uh, what it's going to lead to, but uh, it'll get me there. But all right, well, Mike. there, buddy. <laughs> I'm doing my best, brother. I'm doing my best. I appreciate you coming on the show again. Uh, two-time guest, two songs. Uh, and uh, I, I cannot wait to uh, have you back on the podcast again. Mike, you take it easy. Uh, uh, anything else before we get out of here? Anything else you'd like to say? Just uh, plugs on the bottom, apparently. Today. Yeah, I know. Bottom plugs. I was, too, I was so excited. Because uh, it, it was the second song. I know. It was the second song. Is there anything you'd like the to bottom, plug? Again, bottom plug plugs. Bottom plugs. The, the Peter Murphy Florida versus channel. That's yeah. for sure. And I think I'm going to launch my own Instagram. Hell yeah. That involves my dieting slash beer drinking. Like it's like, it's like a juxtaposition. Okay. So you could follow me at Amargilio. Amargilio. How do you spell yeah. that? A as an apple, M as in Mary, E-R-G-I-L-I-O. Amargilio. Okay. That's my God given name. Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah, right. I go by Mike because that's my white middle name. <laughs> kind of, kind of like Paco Rivera. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm checking into hotels as uh, Papo Rivera, and uh, if the cops if the cops uh, ask for my ID, I uh, say I don't have it. I'm I'm Papo Rivera. Yeah, Papo Rivera from New York, <laughs> from Sorry. upstate New York. Uh, perfect. Well, thank you so much, Mike, and uh, yeah, we'll follow you on the Instagram, and uh, I appreciate you taking the time, brother. Love you, buddy. Love you too, Keep man. Up you the take good care. Work. Hey, thanks. All right, bye.